0: Hey, it's the I Am Kate After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're talking about season two, episode six, called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. So stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, hello! It's the I Am Kate After Show on AFTRAZ TV, and tonight we're in New Orleans. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's do some quick intros. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters
1: one What's up, everyone? I'm Thomas Erlina, and you can find me at Thomas Erlina on Instagram, Snapchat,
0: Twitter, and Facebook. Awesome. How are you, Thomas? I'm good. How are you? Good. I want to go to New Orleans. It's on my list. Have you been? No, I've never gone. It looks so much fun. It looks fun. And everyone says that you can like go out with like $10, and drinks are so cheap. You Come home with like three dollars and change. I know that I really need to make it a point to go there. It's my dream. <laughs> okay, so the biggest thing that happened in the episode was, of course, Chris Jenner. Yes, came to town. What was your reaction when you first heard that she was going to be on the show? I was excited. I think
1: everybody wants to know what Chris Jenner thinks about everything that's going on with Caitlyn. Yeah, you know, twenty-three years together is a long time. So, I mean, I was excited to see her on the show.
0: I, I had no idea they were together that long. Mm-hmm. It just... It also, it, the, the fact that they were together for so long, but then beyond that, that uh, Caitlyn was taking hormones before they got together. Yes. So, yes, Caitlyn Jenner has not had the typical trans experience, and her struggle can... Not that I want to compare struggles of different people, mm-hmm. but she's been struggling and dealing with this for such a massively long time. Mm-hmm. It was wild to me. I, I wonder if uh, Chris came on the show for like, reality reasons, because it was a show. hmm You know, she flew to New Orleans for, like, what was it, 24 hours? Yeah. I wonder, would they have worked on their relationship and tried to, like, quote-unquote reconcile had it not been for the show? I think that, you know, I think that we've
1: seen her go through all the progress of, you know, we saw on last season when she, you know, she was emotional. I mean, tensions were rising, but this is six months later, and she's done so well. Like, I feel like she's... Adapted to kind of the changes that we're
0: seeing yeah, it's it also we had a debated last episode or before that about how soon after Caitlyn's announcement does this show take place Mm -hmm. and for it to be six months? It kind of makes me want to ease up on Caitlyn and how we're treating
1: her. I know, but we saw a different side her on this episode. I feel like, you know, she was a little nervous. At times you you felt like the nervousness, but yeah. I thought she did well.
0: Yeah. What, what was Chris's initial reaction on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians when Caitlyn came out?
1: I think that everybody was kind of still processing everything, but, you know, she's such a sweet lady. I feel like she's just Relatable in so, some ways. She's very open, and she that came out uh, on tonight's episode.
0: Yeah, I I also liked that she kind of put her guard down mm-hmm. towards the end of the episode. You know, we see her and she's smiling and everything she says is through the smile and she is on. You know, girls, it is so good to see you. Uh-huh. And then towards the end, um, things definitely got tense in the middle, but just like the dinner conversation. Mm-hmm. And I find that Jenny Boylan can just pull anything out of anybody. Mm-hmm. And I think her trick is that she relates it to herself. Yes, of She course. tells about her wife's reaction and then she asks for like now, Caitlin's mm. ex-wife's reaction. Speaking of Jenny, she glammed it up on tonight's episode. Oh my god, <laughs> I know. Her hair is huge. I know. She, she looked she great. Mm-hmm. She did. But also Kate Bornstein in that blue sequin jacket. Yes, I was looking <laughs> for that. Everybody stepped it up on tonight's episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I was impre- uh, surprised too when they were saying that Chris hadn't been around that much. Yeah. And it was so evident too in their discussion that she's really hurting.
1: You know what? I feel like it. It's a lot to digest and a lot to process. So, you know, I mean, they did file for divorce. So it's you're not you're not every day gonna see the partner that you were with. But I feel like it's nice to see her on this episode. I was really happy about it.
0: Yeah, and so many. It's so easy to for me at least to forget that uh, trans people have families mm-hmm. and that they also have a struggle to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And let's let's think. They've been together. Uh, they were together for twenty three years, and then before that. Caitlyn was even dealing with coming to terms of being transgender she's been thinking about this let's just estimate 25 ish years I know C- Chris has had six months of course she's hurt Of yes. course it would be a struggle to get used to it and I think it's fascinating to see on camera someone grasping mm-hmm. with dealing with uh, I'm sorry, not dealing with a transgender family member but coming to terms with someone that they know so intimately yeah that the father of your child is transitioning.
1: Well, they roll through the punches. This is like what the Kardashians do. I mean, they go through all these, you know, situations and they always, you know, find the middle. And I feel like it's, it's just great.
0: Yeah. And I I liked hearing the perspective of Jenny and Kate, like applauding her for being there.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Like just seeing her on the show and being,
1: you know, one of the most famous people out there, I mean, She really just has an openness that is so great to see.
0: Yeah, and an openness too, and then a willingness to, like, be herself. Mm -hmm. Like, she wasn't afraid to pick on Caitlyn. She was having a good time. (laughs) We know Kris Jenner
1: loves her cocktails, and she was just having a great time with great people and... Is that her M.O.? That is. I haven't seen Kardashians in probably, like, eight or nine years. Okay, May, next month. (laughs) May 1st, you have to watch the season premiere of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Do you know what season this is? 12. Wow. Yeah, that's why I think it's important to have Chris on the episode because, you know, as a Keeping Up fan, 12 seasons in, I've been invested in, you know, watching the episode. So, to see such a big monumental change, it's nice to see you on the show because I think a lot of people were curious. Yeah. Tabloids could go, you know, like, run stories like Wildfire. And tonight, just seeing how, you know, everything's good.
0: If you've been watching the show for 12 years, it's been a part of your life for a really long time. Yeah. You know?
1: (laughs) I was in Vegas this weekend and I did go to Kim Kardashian's event at Hakkasan, so.
0: Did you, oh, really? Yeah. Did you feel like, oh my God, there's Kim Kardashian? Or was it just like, oh my God, Kim, the person I see on TV all the time? Did um, you feel like you knew
1: her? A little bit of both. I mean, she is, you know, she's had she has like sixty-six million followers on Instagram. She Aww. she is just amazing.
0: Wow. Wow. You know, when Chris said tonight that had Caitlin told her earlier, I think ten years ago was the question, what would her have reaction been? And she said, I would have become the world's greatest best friend. What what is
1: your interpretation of that?
0: I think that she knows that she is ultimately an open person and accepting for whatever decision you want to make. I mm-hmm. think we see that in her children as well, that they will choose or do something crazy and she supports them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because of they're on TV or not, but this family seems like once you're a member of the family, you're always a member of the family. Exactly. Like Scott and now Caitlin. And I think that she, I actually believe her. Yeah. when she says she would have been their best friend. I do too. And I... I think that she still could get there, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah, I mean,
1: six months in. I mean, we. I'm hoping to see more, hopefully. Yeah. We need more
0: of Caitlyn. Yeah, and I think that that's gonna be just like fascinating to see, just like for the world, mm-hmm. to see this famous family Accepting their transgender family member, yeah. um, and I'm sorry, not fascinating to see, but good for the world to see of how they are um, dealing with it and how the interactions are so normal. They're like a family member. Exactly. I mean, I follow Kylie Jenner's Snapchat,
1: and I just saw you know her Mac product just came out, Caitlyn. Yes, did
0: you know that. I di- I knew she I knew she was doing that. And didn't know it came out.
1: Yes, it's called finally free.
0: Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, hundred
1: percent of the proceeds are going to. Um, their transgender
0: foundation, so it's pretty cool. Wow, that's awesome. Did you not think she was that uh, Chris was being a little too hard on her in the bus the first uh, time? Part? It was when she was yelling at her to like to shut the F up and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I just, the if anybody knows Caitlyn Jenner, it's Chris Jenner. Kind th- of, kind of. I think that the traits are still there, you know. She
0: wasn't married to Bruce, though. True. You and know, some of the
1: traits didn't leave.
0: No, of course not. So
1: I feel like that's where she feels like, you know, she knows. Caitlin. Yeah.
0: And it is interesting to see um, Bruce on the show very much had a, like, took a step back, right? Mm-hmm. So it's fa- It's really interesting to see Caitlin now taking a step forward and having these confessional discussions to camera. That must be weird for you to see, right?
1: Yeah, it's way, it's so different. Just seeing... You know, when you would watch Keeping Up, you would see Bruce with his helicopter, like, you know, doing his own thing. But now seeing Caitlyn on the show, it's refreshing because we hear everything that's going on in her mind. We're seeing all these changes, mistakes, everything. I think it's it's amazing.
0: Do, do you forgive Chris for misgendering her a couple of times?
1: I do. I think that, you know, if you're going through a change like this, it's, it's bound to happen. And it's not intentional. It's not coming from a bad place. So I... Completely forgive her.
0: Yeah, it it just must be so hard to like when you know someone so again intimately. But also, I felt for her because Chris is telling these stories about Bruce and Mm -hmm. using and at that time he did prefer he him his, Mm -hmm. and so you know now (laughs) when she's telling the story about how like when Bruce would come home and it's like what gender do I use and at that time it was he. So I I forgive her. Yeah it's it's hard. I also thought that when they're having this discussion with the politics and how mm-hmm. um, hard <laughs> she can be to like change her mind. I know I did really like Kate Bornstein's opinion or I said, opinion uh, point mm-hmm. that she has these hard opinions and that she's also fighting one against seven and so maybe that's why she's yelling a little bit louder than everybody else I
1: know she she has her opinions going so it's like what Chris Jenner says, you need that many people to get
0: to Caitlin. Yeah. So. And I think that we as viewers needed this episode. Mm-hmm. It was so, free beyond that discussion, free of politics. Mm-hmm. It was free. Of it was a lot of things that kind of make us like wins around yeah. Caitlyn. And I feel
1: like, you know, the press and stories are going to run of just the progress that, you know, Chris Jenner has made. So I'm hoping that it's, it's all going to be good press.
0: Yeah. And it, these things take time mm-hmm. and that's okay. It is okay. You know, I don't want like people to get mad at her for not automatically accepting Caitlin. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I think like, you know, they are public figures, so it's just easy for people to just be like, you know, you're not representing representing us, but at the end of the day, it's she's doing the best that she can.
0: Yeah, it, again, it's a family, and it's this person's ex-spouse, mm-hmm. so it would take them time to grasp it. And I see Chris trying really hard. That's why I want more of the Kardashians to be on the episodes. I'm
1: hoping for, you know, more episodes and seeing them more because. We're seeing the transition that Caitlyn is going through, but I think it's important for other families and other people out there that are dealing with something like this to kind of go in the direction that they're going and just see that, you know, you can get through anything.
0: Yeah, and not only is the show revolutionizing the fact that we're seeing five, six, seven trans women on screen at the same time, mm-hmm. which I can't name another show, but then we're seeing a... a a, like a baby trans person, <laughs> Caitlin's six months old, and then we're seeing this baby trans person's family dealing with it, and in the midst of the hurt, and the trying to figure out what your relationship is with this person, and just grasping that, mm-hmm. for that to be televised, it's a, an incredibly personal moment. It is. And I don't know that another family would have been able to do that than the Kardashians.
1: I don't either, but it's good that we're seeing this. You know, I just, I'm hoping that the story inspires other families to just rally together and just keep, keep going at it.
0: Yeah. And again, people don't think that Caitlyn Jenner is the perfect spokesperson for the trans community Mm -hmm. and she's not, but she, she is by default. Yes. Until there are more trans people and had it been somebody else, not Caitlyn Jenner, maybe the publicity wouldn't have been this big. Right. You know, the fact that it was a Kardashian member of the family is unbelievable. I know. It's almost... It's it's actually, it's like, it is unbelievable, the word I readily used. (laughs) But it's like almost unfathomable that like, were you to pick anybody in pop culture, I think nobody would have ever guessed a member of the Kardashians. Mm -hmm.
1: I did not see this coming. I, I know we heard rumors and things like this, and I know that Kim had done a few interviews, but it started to really hit me that, you know, this was all going down, so.
0: When did you, do you remember when you first heard about Caitlyn's transition? I think it was last
1: year, in January. Oh, really? Yeah, like last year during the time that they were
0: talking about her doing the Vanity Fair issue and things like that, yeah. See, I was at... um, I don't know how much, like, my facts are correct, but um, maybe, like, October before that, Mm -hmm. I was, like, loosely dating somebody who works at Ryan Seekers Production, Mm -hmm. and so I was hearing these, like, facts because they were Mm -hmm. already working on the reality show, and at this point, um, it was pre... Um, Caitlyn Jenner's oh, car so they were crash. were working on
1: the reality show
0: in October? In, in our, in, I don't remember the exact date, but it was in, in anticipation for Caitlyn's coming out. And this was pre diane oh, wow. Sawyer, pre-car crash, pre-announcement, pre-everything. Wow. But um, it was definite that she was transgender and definite that they were doing the reality series about it. And at this time, they told me that there was a 20-episode pickup.
1: Wow.
0: So I think that after the car crash, they delayed some things just because she was on news for something that wasn't well, we didn't know what it was. It wasn't positive. It wasn't, you know, negative. Mm-hmm. And then the Dying Sawyer interview happened where that was the last time that uh, she said, like, this is the last time you'll call me Bruce. Mm-hmm. And then the Vanity Fair cover came out. And then I think within the midst of that, they reworked the show to be a docu-series mm-hmm. and then to be just eight episodes. I believe the first season was eight.
1: Yeah. I think like eight episodes is enough because they go through so many different things. I don't think we need 20 episodes.
0: Yeah. And I think that is what kind of the producers came to realize Mm -hmm. that it'll be a much uh, more respectful showing too. Mm -hmm. Because I think at 20 episodes, you're just like exploiting dumb storylines.
1: Yeah. Then they have to create things and it's just, you get a realness from watching this season i
0: just go back to like chandy on the horse that was a fun (laughs) moment and then it just it didn't stop And, like, this episode... It was a good seven minutes for that scene. Yeah. And then Shannon got stuck on the bus, and I'm like, Chandy is a great cast member. Don't, like, give her these, like, dumb jokes. Yeah. But I loved that they're just wandering the, down the street, mm-hmm. and they wander into the bridal store this oh, episode. Yes. And then the first dress they try on fits perfect, and there's not the clasps in the back to hold it together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was living for that that whole scene. Were you? The dress that um, Caitlyn tried on looked... Kind of similar to Kim's Givenchy dress that she wore for her wedding. Oh, did with the, it? With the sleeves, yeah. I really like that dress a little bit more than I liked Candy. Um, Candace? Candace's
0: dress, yeah. Oh, what a fun fact about the similarities of Kim's dress. It was, it, it gave me that vibe, yeah. I really liked it. I just felt so much for Candace. You could see, like, the visible um, emotion on her face in the wedding dress. It's. Mm-hmm. Again, like what she said, she didn't ever expect that this was possible. A couple years ago, it wasn't legal everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, now with certain rulings in Georgia, North Carolina, we know that trans representation is still not where it needs to be. But just seeing these two trans women in wedding dresses and like what that represents,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we've just come so far in such a little bit of time.
1: That's a magazine. that's a that's like a front cover of a magazine. For the two someone. of them. yeah. <laughs> no every all of them actually I think it's great
0: God yeah I mean wild and it just there's something about seeing a woman in her wedding dress which is just like exemplifies womanhood mm-hmm. you know
1: I wish they all would have participated it would have been
0: it would yeah been cool. it was interesting too that Jenny Boylan got married to her wife bef- pre-transition I know and yet she still stood back and was like no I don't want this fun <laughs> Yeah, I just, uh, Jenny Boylan in her big hair and dancing at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. That's all I ever living, wanted. She was living throughout
1: the whole entire episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we brought up the discussion at dinner about genitalia. Yes. I thought that it was good that they had this discussion twice on the episode. I agree. Because it's it's so big, and so many people in the media keep like, hi, like asking the wrong questions. Mm-hmm. I just go back to the Katie Couric interview with and Cox. Oh yeah. And, and to, like Katie's face was just like, why are you upset?
1: I know. I I feel like it was good for them to discuss that because, I mean, I was watching the episode and I'm like, I didn't know that either. So it's good for audiences. Oh, really? I didn't know that either. I just, I feel like it's good for audiences to know that, you know, it's a case by case basis. Yeah. It's literally everybody's preference, like whatever they want.
0: Yeah, not everybody wants it. Some people, I thought it was fascinating to hear like Elle talking about how she's still considering it. Mm -hmm. And I loved Kate born scene again, you know, uh, what is in your pants does not make or not make you a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. And how even when she transitioned, I think what she was saying was that what was in your pants did make you a woman or not a woman. Mm-hmm. Well, at least the like, common belief was. And yet through her work, I call her the grandmother of gender studies mm-hmm. and Jenny Boylan's work and everybody else's, we now have this more sophisticated understanding of gender.
1: Exactly. And like what you said, bringing up, bringing up the conversation twice was good to just make sure everybody got it. Yeah. So there's no questions
0: asked. Absolutely. And the fact that we could have this discussion on TV and then have a member of the Kardashian family to help to, like, put it into homes. hmm Like, people nag on the show, but what it's doing is incredible. It is. And incredibly important.
1: It is very important. I feel like with Kris Jenner on the episode, you're seeing, you know, her experience throughout this entire process, but at the end of the day, it's like she just an everyday, you know, it's an everyday thing, so. And I thought it was. just on TV.
0: Um, Yes, absolutely. And then it was so telling for Kris Jenner to say that six months ago, she couldn't have told you the definition of transgender. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, that, that, I'm, again, I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah, like, I just think of, like, she lives in Los Angeles, and she is a liberal, and she's in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. so if she hasn't heard of transgender, like, why would my, like, first grade teacher in North Carolina have? Right. You know, th- this is somebody who... She she knows trans people, even if she doesn't realize it. Mm-hmm. And that's a fact. So, Or, I guess, did before Caitlyn Jenner. Obviously, it's a fact now. But uh, th- I just think for her to be out of that loop and out of touch is, again, unbelievable, which seems to be my theme <laughs> for the episode. <laughs> the other thing being marriage. Mm-hmm. The wedding dresses, and then um, her uh, Caitlyn's sister, Pat, yeah. came on. They talked about marriage there a bit. We didn't ever see her again. I, yeah, I wanted more of her. I felt like... <laughs> Pat, where are you? <laughs> oh, excuse you. me, Pam. Is it Pam? It's Pam. Ugh. Pat's going to be livid. Pam. Just kidding. Yeah, I wanted more of her too.
1: Yeah, she could have had a little bit more scenes in it, but I feel like it was geared towards, you know, Chris's opinions, her thoughts.
0: Marriage, yeah. And then that final discussion on the balcony, which that's like, I feel like the best environment to have a serious discussion when you're throwing out beads on a balcony, you know, asking women to like flash themselves. They weren't doing that, I added that. But, um... (laughs) it's how telling is it that Caitlin doesn't want to date a guy unless she has a surgery
1: yeah you know,
0: I don't know what, what's your opinion about that I just think it's a good example of how she is still coming to terms with her womanhood mm-hmm. and it, it reminded me of uh, Jen Richards who did the first season yeah, I of I'm her. Pa- yeah. she did that um episode uh, she did a web series called with Angela Ross uh, we've talked about before something her her story i I think it's just called her story i think so so in the first episode of that she's on a date or actually it's we don't know if it's a date or not Mm -hmm. uh she's out with another female and she's saying that her relationship to other women and other men in her life um, affects how, this is the character talking, by the way, <laughs> affects how much like a woman she feels um, and doesn't feel at certain times. Mm-hmm. So on a date with this female, she's comparing in her mind her, her hand size. And oh. she's at, she has bigger hands, and that makes her feel a little bit less like a woman. Mm-hmm. But if she's on a date with a man, and he has bigger hands, as one example, she feels a little bit more in touch with her womanhood. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a big issue of what's going on with Caitlin. Yeah. That... Um, being with a man, she wants to have this surgery.
1: I want to definitely, I hope they touch on it a little bit more. And, you know, you don't even know if Caitlin's going to have her love interest. So yeah. I feel like that could also just continue on. I think, yeah. I hope that they bring the show back.
0: Yeah, and that the fact that she's open and able to talk about her uh, decision whether to have surgery or not, which, as we know of now, is not. Yeah. Um, her decision has not been made. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't think we're gonna get love interest this season. <laughs> that seems to be like out of left field. It was a
1: very personal episode for Caitlyn. She definitely let her guard down. I mean, yeah. I was reading some of the stories online already, and it's just we're on this journey with her, and we're gonna see what
0: happens. Yeah. And. Again, it was necessary to get rid of the controversial things. hmm I wonder... Obviously, they shot this before, and they knew that Kris Jenner was coming on the episode, but I wonder if the show was getting so much flack in the negative route that they, that um, in the later episodes... like They need to one, lighten it soft, up. ...softening it. Yeah, yeah. And lighting up. Kris Jenner looked amazing on tonight's episode. I was feeling her outfits, too. Yeah, I think she always looks good. She always does, yeah. <laughs> um, I missed Spencer. Who is Spencer the cast member with like the the bangs oh, blonde yeah, yeah, yeah. she i think she's a producer on transparent oh yeah that's right is she, where was she guys <laughs> come on out <laughs> um, she'll be back next week i hope yes um speaking of next week should we do some predictions okay what's your prediction um, okay well in the preview we saw the continued conversation with chris jenner mm-hmm. um, i i've no idea what's going to happen there they were talking about um Birth certificate. Oh, thank you. The birth certificate. (laughs) Oh, that. Yeah, Chris had that amazing line of, it's almost like Bruce doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And while Caitlin is obviously moving away from Bruce, it's I feel Chris because Chris was married to this person for twenty three years, and when you erase Bruce's existence entirely, Mm -hmm. where does that leave her? I feel like it's, it's just so much, it's literally
1: draining just to just have everything laid on the line like that. But, you know, Chris is also in a relationship herself. So I feel like it's been a healing process for her to just go through all that. I'm sorry, what? Chris Jenner? Who is she dating? Corey. Corey Gamble. Oh, is is that a person? He he's <laughs> part of like Justin Bieber's camp, so he. Oh. Yeah. So I feel like they've they've both they're just so happy, and it's nice to see them really happy because I feel like at the end of the day, Chris Jenner just wants to see Caitlyn happy. Yeah, and she is.
0: Super happy right now. Yeah. And going back to her eye would have been a great BFF line. Mm-hmm. The fastest way to bond with somebody can often be talking about, like, who they're crushing on or not crushing <laughs> on. And I felt Chris going in that direction on the balcony. Like, yes. oh, you're interested in guys. Like, got guy, your eye on anybody cute? And good that she's open. Like, that's yeah. that's so great because
1: any, you know, it might have been a different situation had it been somebody else. Yeah, she's so lots trying. to digest.
0: Yeah, she's trying her hardest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on TV. That's amazing. The other thing we saw in next week's episode, Candace Kane with an adoption agency. Yes. Wow. I, I It's been, like, all about her love storyline this season. The wedding I'm, dress. The, the wedding <laughs> dress. The date last episode. I'm rooting for him still. Mm-hmm. I did not see a baby talk coming. I didn't either. I... Uh, Yeah, I'm curious to see where that is. If you want me to be shady, I'll say this. I wonder if this was just like a producer coming up with a (laughs) storyline. But if you don't want me to be shady, I won't say it at all. (laughs) The shade is real. It is real. We'll, we'll see you next episode. We'll see. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add before
1: we segue out? Um, I'm just hoping to see more of Chris and hopefully more of the family members to come on because, you know, we're just seeing Chris's perspective, but it would be nice to see, you know, we saw Chloe, so that was nice. But Courtney coming on would be cool.
0: Yeah. You know, maybe more of Kylie. I love Kylie's relationship with Caitlin. I, I love it because she's so blase, mm-hmm. like she was so dismissive of her when she missed the red carpet and Caitlyn was hurt that mm-hmm. she did do this carpet alone. And I say that I loved it because she was dismissive of her feelings. And that's how a child is with her mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and the fact that she wasn't just like rushing to like comfort her mm-hmm. because she's afraid of upsetting her. She doesn't care. Yeah, no, and we didn't even talk about how fab she looked.
1: Did you see, did you like Caitlyn's dress? At the uh, at the Glamour Awards, that was a the Jeremy blue. Scott, yeah,
0: yeah, I did. I liked that a lot. Jeremy Scott designed that dress. Oh, look at you! Mm-hmm. Cool. I was feeling it. Yeah, but on the whole, I really enjoyed this episode. I did too. It was a, a breath of fresh air from last week. Ah, uh, so great! And then we have two more. Two more, yes. Okay, and then as always, we love continuing the conversation online. You can uh, rate, subscribe, and comment on YouTube and iTunes. And of course, follow us on Twitter. We're going to make people follow you. You guys can follow me at Thomas Rolina on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook. Awesome. And I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. Guys, we'll see you next week. Good night. See you guys.